News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, a new study shows that young people in Ireland are concerned about climate change and highly motivated to act. Uh, we're joined by founder and head of the ESRI's Behavioural Research Unit, uh, Pete Lunn. Uh, Pete, are you surprised by, by this, uh, these findings? Actually, just tell us what exactly young people are saying, first off. Yeah, good morning, Shane. Um, so, yeah, we managed to get a representative sample of 16 to 24-year-olds. And it's the first time that's been done on climate. So it's kind of interesting what they had to say. Um, am I surprised about it? Yeah, I'd say I probably am. I think they're more radical than we expected them to be. So just to give you a kind of flavour of that, um, 57% of that group would like to see domestic flights, internal flights in Ireland banned. They don't think people should be taking them. They would like to see car-free zones in towns and city centres. Again, that's a clear majority, 57 versus 28% would like to see car-free zones in towns and cities. They're interestingly just more radical about climate than older cohorts. So they're more in favour of some bans, some taxes, just some more radical government action. Uh, I mean, is it okay to be kind of slightly sceptical? I mean, is it possible that they're, A, they're saying these because they know it sounds good, and B, they're talking about things that don't really affect them? Like, I mean, I wonder, would they be as keen on uh, banning flights that take them to Prague or to Berlin uh, for various weekends? Um, It's more than okay to be sceptical. I'd say it's obligatory, to be honest. Um, I mean, of course, you know, this this is a survey of young people um, when they're talking about taxes and bans, as people often are in kind of opinion surveys. Um, they are talking about things that, you know, perhaps the incidence doesn't fall on them. Perhaps somebody else is paying. That's true. It is interesting what their own um, kind of personal ambitions are in many respects, though. So more than half of them say they themselves intend to limit the number of flights that they take in the future, which is kind of interesting. Um, A lot of them. So almost half of them want to eat less meat. Um, And you've got around 30 percent saying, you know, they're sort of targeting eating a plant based diet in the long term. Now, of course, they're saying in the long term, not now. Um, So, yeah, of course, one can be sceptical. But I think what's interesting about this is what's clearly happened is a message about climate has sunk in with our current cohort of young people. They're very worried about it. And they're certainly signaling in this study that we're publishing today that they would like to see more radical action, that they're willing a lot of them themselves to make quite substantial lifestyle changes but yes of course you know this is asking people questions it's not measuring their behaviour One last uh, point of of, of scepticism most young people 92% recycle every parent I talk to say that their kids haven't a clue how to recycle not a clue they're always putting things in the wrong bins and actually it's us uh, boomers well we're not quite boomers but uh, Generation X that are actually uh, showing them what to do Well, and that actually speaks to something else that's in this study, because as well as asking for some opinions and attitudes from young people, we also ask them to rank different actions that affect the climate according to how much they do, how much they would reduce emissions. So, you know, it was things like taking one less flight a year versus, you know, doing your recycling um, versus, you know, not taking the car and so on. Could they rank which actions were the ones that were most effective? And actually what we discovered, and this did surprise us, was that th- this cohort of young people is no better than older people are at understanding what is actually necessary to cut emissions, understanding the relationship between behaviour and emissions. And I think that surprised us a bit because although, you know, obviously you know, as a parent myself, and you will know this, you spend quite a lot of time teaching your kids things. I mean, certainly this is a, a cohort that has 
has been educated more about climate change and the environment than we were um, as an older generation. But what we actually found was in terms of knowledge, what actually would be effective in cutting emissions, young people are no better than older people. But what we clearly see here is a much stronger signal of intent that they want more to be done and they want more radical things to be done. Uh, okay, so should should we be quite optimistic about these survey findings, do you think? That's a good question. I, I, I'm not sure. I mean, I think if we think that um, it's really important that the message has got through how serious the challenge to reduce emissions is and how important it is, then I think, yes, the, the fact that it's really got through into a group that, you know, doesn't watch as much news, isn't as politically active, isn't as likely to vote and so on. I think the fact that a message has got through is really good. On the other hand, as I said, the level of kind of knowledge um, that's specific that they're showing is, is not as strong. And one of the things that really tells us is that we can't leave this up to individual action. If we're going to cut our emissions, it's got to have leadership. It has to involve rules. It has to involve taxes and prices and regulations because we can't leave it up to individual choice because individuals find climate too complex an issue to know what are the things that they could change that would really reduce emissions. So, yeah, I think there are some reasons to be optimistic in here, but I also think there's a message about how much leadership it is going to take to get the kind of societal change that we're going to need to get if we're going to hit these emissions targets. Okay, fascinating stuff. Founder and head of the ESRI's Behavioural Research Unit, Pete Lund, thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. Let us know what you make of all of that. Really interesting. And, and Pete's point about leadership, is it there? Do we want to be led down this road? I'm not sure we do. I'm not sure Kira Kelly does, but we might talk about that after 8 o'clock, Kira. Uh, let us know what you think. 53106 at a cost of 30 cents. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.